Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of What Do I Know? Where Pop Culture Meets Politics. Um, I just want to say, you know, happy Valentine's Day. Today is love day. Um, I want to say happy Valentine's Day, you know, for all my people in relationships and who are married. I hope this day is a great day. For all my single girls and guys out there, you know, don't be depressed today. Um, I wrote this tweet once about how, you know, Valentine's Day is not just about romantic love. It's about just love in general. So, you know, even though you're single, that doesn't mean that you still can't celebrate Valentine's Day. You know, there's definitely people in your life that love you. And yeah, so yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Um, Hope today's a great day. Um, I also want to say happy Black History Month. I know we're already 14 days in, so I'm a little late, but... Happy Black History Month. Uh, You know, this month is, well, every month, you know, as black people, we should love being black and celebrate our blackness and explore our blackness. But definitely, particularly in February, it's very important to um, learn our history. We are very diverse people, you know, whether you're a black American or you're African. Um, this one, you know, this month is for us and, you know, all my non-black people, I definitely encourage you to celebrate just, you know, by researching and learning more about black history. Um, there's so much more to black people than slavery and all the other stuff they like to, the media and everything likes to show. So yeah, happy black history month and happy Valentine's day. Um, happy Aquarius season. Uh, Aquarius season started, what, about a week ago? Um, I want to say happy birthday to my sister, belated birthday. She, her birthday was like a week or two ago. Um, she's probably the main reason why I can't stand Aquariuses. So I can't wait for this season to be over. Um, so yeah, um, not only, not what else are we celebrating yes the anniversary of my podcast y'all it's been two years february i think it was third was the anniversary of my first ever episode of my podcast like bro time flies i really cannot i was listening to the old i was listening to old episodes i didn't even realize that last year i only put out like i think three episodes like damn that's crazy I'm trying to get better, y'all. Like, I know I've been, I've been, ha- oh, you guys, an episode. My last, last episode was back in January. So, I know I keep saying I'm going to try to do it, but I don't know. I just get so caught up and, you know, things in my life with work and personal stuff, you know. But I'm, like I said, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. But anyway, happy two-year anniversary to my baby. What do I know where pop culture meets politics? Making this podcast has honestly been a joy and I really love doing it. And I just pray that this year it really takes off and I get, you know, a lot more subscribers. And it just, I just really want the podcast to take off mostly so that I can like start profiting from it and shit, make this my actual job because I'm telling y'all I'm getting tired of, I'm getting tired of my real job. So Um, I'm definitely trying to put more effort into doing things that I actually like to do so that they can become my job and I can actually like doing my job. I was like thinking the other day that I literally have not liked a job since I was 16. 
Like every, I have not liked any of my jobs since I was 16. Like, and when I say like, I mean passion for it. Like I actually like jump out of bed ready to go to work. Like I literally just drag myself out of bed and you know, but you know, we thank God for employment. Amen. I definitely thank God that I'm employed. I know a lot of people are struggling right now and definitely the job, job that I'm doing now is better than the shit I was doing, you know, a couple years ago. So yeah, but anyway, so yeah, happy anniversary to what do I know? Uh, I pray for many more years of doing this and I pray that soon I'll be doing this to a larger audience and on, you know, a bigger, grander scale. But for now, I want to thank everyone that's listens, everybody that loves my podcast and tells me they love it. Thank you guys. Thank everyone, every single person that's listened to my podcast. I really want to thank you because it really means a lot. It really does. Like to create something and for people to like actually receive it and take the time out of their day. There's thousands of podcasts out there and for people to actually listen to mine is it's very heartwarming. It really is. So I want to thank y'all and um yeah, to many more years of of me of you guys hearing my voice. Um you know, my podcast, if you don't know, came about back in 2020, uh, you know, a couple weeks after Kobe's death. <clears throat> um you know, if you're new here, I have said like, you know, for some reason, Kobe Bryant's death really affected me. Like, I don't really know why. When he was alive, I was not like a big Kobe fan. You know, like I knew who he was, and I did play basketball. So, you know, I, I I had watched him a couple times. You know, he was in the league literally my whole life, 96 to 2016. That's my whole life. I was born in 94. Um but his death really did affect me and I really like when he died researched a lot about him and learned about him and learned about mamba mentality and just about going for what you want and doing the work to get there and so it inspired me to create the podcast because I'd always wanted to do a podcast um it's something that I'd been thinking about for a long time and um you know, so I decided to do it. And that's why the very first episode is called Mamba Mentality. It's dedicated to Kobe and just the Mamba Mentality that he coined, you know, that phrase and the work ethic that he had. I mean, Kobe was literally like a monster when it came to like working hard and doing what he had to do to get to where he wanted to be. And of course it paid off because he literally is like one of the most iconic basketball players, you know, ever. Um... So yeah, that's, you know, so speaking of Kobe, um, the two year anniversary of his death actually just passed on January 26th and, um, yeah, I just really want to say, you know, rest in perfect peace, Kobe, continue resting in peace, continue to rest in peace, Gianna, um, his daughter, uh, you know what? Let me bring up all the victims names. I, re- I really, I really do try to acknowledge all the victims. There were nine victims. I know a lot of times we just kind of say Kobe because he was the most famous one. Um, you know, <clears throat> but I, I do think it's right to say all of their names. And there was a lot of them. There's nine of them. Um, so I, I want to just say, um, you know, may Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, G- um, Alyssa Altabelli, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, uh, Peyton Chester, and the pilot, Era Zerbion. May they all continue to rest in perfect peace. 
um, you know, your families really miss you. I definitely pray that God watches over all their families because I know death is just really a crazy, <sighs> death is just crazy because it's so, it's final. It's, it's literally, it's, it's, it's so hard to really describe it, you know? Like, I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've never really had anyone close to me die. Like, I've known people in my life that have died, like family members. But I didn't know them. But, um, yeah, I just pray for all the families and that everybody continues to rest in peace. We definitely, uh, you know, we definitely miss you down here, Kobe and Gianna. And, yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. So, uh, let's switch gears here. So, first up, okay, we're skipping politics again. Sorry, I just, uh, I know I should be talking about politics because we have this whole situation with Ukraine going on and Russia. Um, I've been trying to figure out, like, I know what's, I I understand what's going on. I'm just trying to understand the U.S.'s involvement in it. But anyway, I'll talk about that maybe next week or whatever week I decide to put out the third, the next episode. But, so we're going to skip politics today because I just don't feel like we're talking about that. So, anyway, let's get to Hot Topics. First up on Hot Topics. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. I don't know. I'm, like, recording in a different place today, so I'm, like, getting used to it. Anyway, um, the first up in Hot Topic yesterday was the Super Bowl. I believe it was the 56th Super Bowl, I want to say. Was it the... Yeah, I don't... I can't read... I can't read uh, Roman numerals. I think it was a 56. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not that I really actually care. Well, I think, yeah, because I don't know. Anyway, yesterday was Super Bowl, Sha. Um, <clears throat> and so it was played by the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, it was a very, <clears throat> everybody was excited for it. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Anyway, it was played by the Los Angeles Rams, Cincinnati Bengals out in LA actually coincidentally um and so it was at the SoFi Stadium I don't think I'm saying that correctly either the SoFi Stadium um which is you know the LA Stadium that was held out in LA and um you know wow crazily enough LA won you know how crazy is that that they won on their home turf um but congratulations to them you know the LA Rams I don't know when the last time they won a Super Bowl is I don't think it's been any time recent I don't remember hearing about them winning it recently so congratulations to them I know the Cincinnati Bengals they tried hard they fought a good fight the score was 23 to 20 so it was very close I don't know shit about football so I don't know what touchdown layover layup somebody missed I don't know but anyway um I guess Odell Beckham's on the Rams now I didn't even realize that so I, I saw like my brother's really into football so I saw he posted Odell Beckham so congrats to him and congrats to the whole team. Um, you know, the highlight for me of the Super Bowl, I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. I actually was at a Galentine's Day, um, like, get-together that a friend of mine put together. Shout out to Taylor. Um, it was a lot of fun. The Super Bowl game was on, but I did not watch it. Um, but anyway, so the, the halftime show is what I was looking forward to because... There was legends, y'all. Okay, this halftime show was definitely top two. And it was two, because number one was Beyonce. Um, (laughs) Because I have not looked forward to a Super Bowl show 
since Bruno Mars and Beyonce and that other band performed. And that was like back in 2015, 2016, I want to say. I think that was that one. I haven't looked forward to one since then. Like I didn't, I haven't cared about any of the performance since then. So this Super Bowl was really um, big. They had Eminem, 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, um, Mary J. Blige, the queen Mary J. Blige, love Mary J. Blige, um, Lamar, what the hell, not Lamar, what's his name? Kendrick Lamar. They were the headliners, but then they had surprise guests like Snoop Dogg and 50 Cent. So that was a nice surprise, especially 50 Cent. I was not, I don't think anyone was expecting 50, but that was cool to see him there. Um, they all did great. You know, it really was a great show. I watched it this morning when I went to the gym. I watched it at the gym and it really was, you know, a good time. You know, all of the, all their music is legendary. Like, you know, <laughs> despite all of them having very controversial personal lives, except maybe Mary, Jay and Kendrick, every all the rest of them, you know, have very controversial personal lives. Um, they all really make great music, legendary music. I mean, I literally grew up on their music, so it was really cool to hear them and really cool to see them at the Super Bowl. That's like a really big deal. <laughs> you know, I was actually surprised when I saw that the Super Bowl picked them because I, I don't know. I was just surprised. But anyway, it was really cool. Mary J. Blige definitely did her thing. Um, I, I knew she was going to perform Family Affair. I was a little shocked that she performed. I don't even know what the name of that second song is that she did. But that was a shocker. I wasn't expecting that song, but that worked too. Um, you know, Eminem, of course, did Lose Yourself, which, you know, I this this song is okay. I don't I don't love it. Um, Dr. Dre and Snoop performed um Still Dre and another song, Don't Kill Me, because I can't remember the name. 50 Cent, he did in the club. That was awesome. And you know what was pissing me off? is people on Twitter were not understanding why 50 Cent was coming upside down. Like, I've been seeing all these memes and people were like laughing at it. Like, y'all, do y'all not understand why he came in like that? It was referencing the video. Y'all need to go back and watch the In The Club video. He's upside down in the beginning of the video. I was like, how old are you people? Like, who doesn't know that? Who doesn't know that? You know, it was annoying me on Twitter, people laughing at it. Cause I'm like, y'all are so, y'all are either dumb uh, you don't, or not, you don't really listen to hip hop or you're super young. Like every, who doesn't know that? Like, anyway, <laughs> they brought the house down. They did a great job. Um, yeah. People saying that it was the best Super Bowl ever. Uh, it was not. Beyonce's was definitely still number one in my book, but this one was a close second. Actually, this one was second. I, like I said, I haven't liked anyone else's performance. So, yeah, that was the Super Bowl. A lot of celebrities were there because, you know, it was in L.A. and that's where they all live. So there was a shit ton of celebrities there. Um, You know, Beyonce was there. She looked beautiful. Blue Ivy was there, who's her daughter. And she's so big. Wow. She's really tall. But I think her parents are tall. Like, I think Jay-Z's, like, over six foot. And Beyonce's, like, 5'7", which is pretty tall. Um, So, yeah, she's so big now. Jay-Z was there. Kelly Rowland was there. Um, a lot of celebs. I'm trying to think of who else was there. Well, I'm trying to think of who else was there that I actually cared about. A lot of people. Y'all go look it up. I don't know. I can't think of who else was there. But yeah, so that was the 56th or 53rd 
halftime show. I don't know. I really don't know what number it was for real. Anyway, so speaking of football, Tom Brady, who is like a world-renowned football player. <clears throat> um, football people don't kill me. I actually don't know what position he is. What is he? A quarterback? I'm trying to look it up. What what did he play? Well, I don't know. I can't find it, but he is a football player. I, I know who he is. I actually know who Tom Brady is. He's married to Giselle Buncham, who's like a beautiful model, legendary model. Um, but anyway, he announced that he's finally retiring after 22 seasons, 22 NFL seasons, which is like, is that 22 years? Maybe that's like 20 years. I don't know how. I don't know. Seasons is the same as years, right? He's been in the NFL for a long time. I know that because I remember he was in the NFL when I was like in middle school. Um. Anyway, so after 22 seasons, I think he's won like seven Super Bowls. He's finally retiring. He announced it a couple of weeks ago. Um. Yeah, so, you know, shout out to Tom Brady. Uh, congratulations and good luck with the retirement. I know a lot of people were sad. I was seeing it all over my Twitter. A lot of men were sad. Um, I'm not going to lie. I could really, I couldn't really give a fuck because I don't watch football. But he's 44 years old, which is old as fuck in sports years. Like, 44 is 72, especially for a football player. I mean, it is actually amazing that he's still playing in his 40s. You know, like, every athletes unfortunately they don't have a long life not lifespan but like you know it's just not normal to be playing up into your 40s because let's keep it real your body is very different in your 40s than it was when you were 20 and also they've been taking all those hits um football is such a physical sport i mean there's i don't even think there's any thinking in the game it's just running and attacking everyone i don't i don't think they even think it's a very physical sport but yeah <clears throat> Congrats to Tom Brady. I wish him luck in retirement. Um, next up, Janet Jackson. Um, the legendary Janet Jackson. Um, she released her um, documentary on Lifetime. I think that came out about two weeks ago. Maybe, maybe three weeks ago. Um... <clears throat> Really great documentary. It went, you know, in depth on Janet's life. Revealed a lot of stuff that some people may not have known. Like, it talked about, like, her first marriage and... Um, or her first two marriages. And her relationship with Jermaine Dupree. And the whole situation with the Super Bowl. If you guys remember back in 04, she had that whole Super Bowl de- debacle with Justin Timberlake. Where he, like, pulled the thing and Janet's whole boob was exposed. I actually remember that, and I remember that, and I was only, like, nine years old, and I actually didn't watch it, I re- but I remember that Super Bowl for some reason, I was at Costco with my mom, um, and I just remember that happened, and I do remember that after it happened, it was like a whole shitstorm, it's all they talked about for a long time, and I didn't realize that Janet had been blacklisted after it happened, I mean, it was a really big thing when that happened, but what sucked is that she, you know, took the blame. Like, Justin kind of got zero backlash. But Janet, I guess, said that she told Justin that she would take the blame because she was trying to protect him because he was still, like, young and a new artist, which, I'm sorry, I thought that was insane. Um, He wasn't that damn young. Justin was, like, at least 22 years old when that happened. 
Um, and it really fucked Janet Jackson up. She was blacklisted for a long time. Her music, you know, never really recovered. She never really got back to the status that she was like back in the, you know, 90s and 80s. So the situation was crazy. It's honestly still fucked Justin Timberlake to this day. Um, even if Janet claims she forgives him, well, we do not. Um, but yeah, so it was a really in-depth documentary sad you know when they talked about michael that you know made me sad i'll never forget the day michael jackson died either i'll never forget that day in 2009 i remember i remember i was on facebook and somebody made their status like rest in peace michael jackson i was like what michael jackson is dead and i was in ninth grade or like he died in the summer, right? Oh shit! When did Michael Jackson die? I'm trying to remember what grade I was in. I I'm, I want to say I was like in ninth grade or eighth grade. Yeah, he died in the summertime. I knew it. So it was the summer before our ninth grade. Oh shit! No, it wasn't. It was the summer before tenth grade. Yeah. Anyway, I began my year, my years mixed up. So I remember the day he died. Like I remember I like ran downstairs to like tell my mom, and she was already watching the news. She was like, "Yeah, I saw it." Like. You know, Michael Jackson dead at, you know, like 50. <clears throat> still can't believe he's gone. You know, he really was the king of pop. I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. I still listen to his music to this day. Actually, speaking of music, like going back to the Super Bowl, something I was thinking about today when I was at the gym is how like, you know, that music, that era, that time of music, all those good songs, like we're never going to get that again. I was thinking about what the Super Bowl is going to be like when I am old, like who's going to be performing? These new artists suck. This new music sucks. I don't even listen to this new shit. Like, I don't ever play the radio in my car, so I don't even know. The, I don't know the new songs. Whenever I accidentally hear it, I'm like, what is this? Like, these new artists are not doing it like the old artists. And I just get sad that we're never going to get a good era of music ever again. Like, and I'm not talking, I don't know about country and pop. I don't listen to those genres. I'm talking about rap and um r&b i don't know country music maybe it's getting better with time i have never listened to a country song willingly in my life but i can say rap and r&b these new artists aren't doing it especially rap like when i see these new rappers i'm like what the fuck is this like i just i i get sad because we're never gonna get you know that era of music ever again like I remember when in the club by 50 cent came out like I was in third grade came out in 03 you know like it's sad (laughs) like music is just going downhill you know all these legends even when I was watching Janet Jackson's documentary I was like wow like our parents were so lucky that they got to experience these legendary artists in real time imagine watching thriller come out in real time you know like i always tell my parents that like they're so lucky that they got to experience because my you know my parents are grown like my mom is in her 50s my dad's in his 60s so they definitely remember like when michael jackson and janet jackson and all those legendary artists were like you know big my mom like remembers when the jackson five used to like you know go on (coughs) all those shows and perform she remembers when janet was on good times like (sighs) 
I really like I think about it a lot I wish I could have grown like I always say I wish I could have been an adult in the 90s like what the 90s to me was the best decade hands down fashion was lit music was lit everything was lit back then cost of living was a lot cheaper but anyway I'm getting off course I'm just saying that you know it's sad that my generation is not going to experience any legends you know I think the last era of legends is like Beyonce and like Rihanna and Nikki. That's it. The new rap girls suck. I don't really like. I mean, they don't suck. I do listen to their music, but like, I'm not. I don't think any of them will be legends. You know, I don't. You know, I, and I love me some Meg Thee Stallion. She is good. That's about it. I don't. <laughs> but anywho, next up. Speaking of rappers, um. Nicki Minaj recently put out a new song with, um, Little Baby. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. Sorry. Give me one second here. Anyway, um, the baby, I'm sorry, Little Baby and Nicki Minaj put out a new, um, a new song. I think it's called Do We Have a Problem? Came out, like, about a week ago. And so Nikki's been doing a lot of press for it <clears throat> to promote it. And so, you know, one of the interviews she did, the interviewers asked her if she would ever do a song with, do, like, collab with the City Girls. And if you don't know who the City Girls are, they are a rap duo made up of uh, two individuals named Young Miami and uh, JT. That's their rapper names. Um, they're relatively new. They came out, they've been mainstream for about two or three years now um but I think they had like underground songs for a while but I didn't hear them until they were on Drake's last album (laughs) um that's where I first heard of them and then they came out with then they came out with songs um they've been a little stagnant though they haven't had anything out they haven't had anything new out in a while so I'm not sure what's going on there um but I like the city girls for the most part their songs are catchy um, I like this. I like the girls also individually, especially Young Miami. She's very, she's funny. Um, so yeah, the city girls and the human out. So they asked her <clears throat> because you know, if you look at it, this Nikki has collabed with a few of the young girls, but she hasn't collabed with the city girls. And so, one thing I like about Nikki, she's just straight up, you know, she basically said the reason why they haven't collabed is because she did not appreciate a lot of the comments and tweets that the City Girls have said about Nikki, you know, in the past. Um, <clears throat> so, like, a couple, maybe a year or two ago, the City Girls tweets and videos of them, like, talking shit about the celebrities and stuff came up from, I mean, I think they did all this when they weren't famous. You know, when you're uh, broken, unknown, people tweet anything. Um, but the, some of the tweets were weird, but anyway, so they were dissing Nikki. <clears throat> then with the whole Cardi and Nikki beef, um, the city girls basically took Cardi's side. So, you know, I think those situations kind of turned Nikki off. So she was like, you know, I just wouldn't collab with people that don't like me, you know, or whatever. And so after that conversation, and when I first heard that, so the city girls are in, under a record label called... What the fuck is their record label called? I have amnesia, yo. I can't remember what the record label is called. But the head of the record label, his name is Pete. 
and he's very well known in the industry, very respected. Um, and so I, when I first heard that interview, I knew P was going to get the both of those girls on the phone and say, y'all need to make up with Nikki right the fuck now because a, a collab with Nikki would be huge for the city girls. Like I said, they have not had a hit song in a while. Um, their album that came out like in 2020 was like leaked and 2020 wasn't even a good year to put out an album because it was the pandemic. You can't go anywhere. So, yeah, so the, the CD girls definitely need to ramp it up this year and a collab from Nikki would be big. So, um, Nikki came out like the next day and was like, oh, she tweeted, just had a great convo with JT and Young Miami. Let's move on and make new memories, y'all. <laughs> and then Young Miami replied, Queen Teens. So, obviously, they had a talk. Oh, and then JT goes, my sag sister or sag sister, thank you for your time, your advice, a true queen, love you. It was nice to see that. I do hope the CD girls and Nikki, Nikki do collab. I love all three artists. Um, <clears throat> I definitely hope this makeup was genuine. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear anything else. So yeah, that was that. Um, okay, next up. Switch gears to Saweetie. So the rapper Saweetie was caught up in some, you know, uh, controversy, let's say. So back in like December, I want to say, maybe it was January, Saweetie posted this picture of her sitting on a guy's lap. She didn't, she hit the guy's face, but like you could tell it was a man. So, of course, we didn't know who the guy was. But Twitter, let me tell you something about people on social media. They have time. They investigated and they found out it was Little Baby. So, if you don't know who Little Baby is, he's a rapper as well. Um, he's also under the same record label as the City Girls. Quality Control. That's their record label. And so, you know, Little Baby, he actually has he has a long-term baby's mother named Jada. Okay, sorry. Anyway, he has a long-term baby mother named Jada. And they're off and on. Off and on. I really don't keep up with them. Because I don't care that much. I don't really keep up with... I just don't keep up with little baby and Jada. They're not celebrities I really care too much about. But um, they're tied in with Saweetie, who is a celebrity that I care about. So anyway, so... Little baby posted, you know, something about Saweetie using him for clout. Whatever. She deleted the picture. That was embarrassing. Then recently, little baby was on vacation with Jada. So like I said, they're off and on. So obviously they're on again. And Saweetie posts this like video on her story about, you know, F, F, you know, F guys, F N words, whatever. And all I have to say is Saweetie girl, please do not give in to things like that. Okay. I can't even believe that any woman would argue or fight or throw subliminals at a rapper like Little Baby. Uh, he's ugly. I'm sorry. I just gotta. I just gotta be real. Little Baby's fucking ugly. He looks like a, like a dog. But like that one dog with the droopy face. Like I don't know what the dog is called. I don't know. But he's ugly as fuck. Like I don't know. I just need the girls to get get a, get get a hold of themselves. Okay. We, you shouldn't fight over any man, but you definitely shouldn't fight over a man that's ugly. Like, come on. So, you know, sweetie girl, forget about little baby. You're gorgeous. You can get a man way better than him. 
Okay. Anyway, also in Sweetie News, she just dropped a new song with featuring her, who is uh, an R&B singer. Um, I think it's cute that they collab because they're both Blasian, Black and Asian. So I was like, oh shit, the Blasians are uniting. Um, but anyway, here's a snippet of it. Y'all heard it? It's called Closer. <sighs> what do I think of it? Um, I definitely think, like people said on Twitter, you're going to be hearing it in H&M, okay? It definitely sounds like a really, you know, retail store type of song. I don't love it. I'm just going to say that. I-, I want to like it because I like her and I like Sweetie. I need to listen to it a few times, I think. Maybe I'll like it later. But for now, it's just okay. I liked Back to the Streets, the song she did with Janae Aieko. That, Aieko? I don't know if I'm saying that. That was another Blasian collab because Janae Aieko is also Blasian. Um, I like that song a lot better. And I liked it as soon as I heard it. This one's going to take a while for me to get used to. But um, I was going to watch the video later. <clears throat> they dropped the video today. Um... I saw snippets on her page, and, you know, yeah, the video looks good, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's, you know, Sweetie. Um, new song, and, uh, you know, good luck on the song. I hope it does well. Let's leave little Baby and all those whack-ass rappers. Let's leave the rappers alone, Sweetie. I think you're, you've seen your track record. Let's try to get a different type of man. You could you could pull any man you want, girl. You look good. So, yeah. Anyway, next up we're going to talk about Sandy Newton. Okay. If you don't know who Sandy Newton is, she is an actress. Um she gets confused with Zoe Saldana, Saldana a lot. Um I can't I'm I don't know any big movie she's been in. Thandie Newton. She's been in Tyler in a Tyler Perry movie. Uh, can't think of anything she's been in. I, I don't really keep track of her that much. But anyway, Thandie Newton. Nobody. Nobody at all. Like the meme on Twitter a couple years ago. Nobody at all. Here comes Thandie Newton putting an apology video. She put out a video, an apology video about two weeks ago. Uh, apologizing to darker-skinned women and actresses. Um, I'm just going to play the video, and y'all listen, and then I'm going to give my opinion. Hold on. Sorry that I'm I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. My mom looks like you, and she. It's been very painful to have women that look like my mom. Feel like I'm not representing them. That I'm taking from them. Taking their men, taking their work, taking their truth.
I didn't mean to, you know. Okay. <laughs> So y'all just heard that video. I would actually encourage you to watch it. It's even funnier when you watch it. Like, who the fuck asked for this video? That's the number one question that goes through my mind every time I see this video. Who asked for this? I have no idea why she felt the need to post this fucking video. I, there was nothing going on. Like, it's not like there's been, there was some big, you know, new colorism controversy floating around or anything like that. It was just a calm pop culture day. And here comes Dandy fucking Newton. I want to apologize for taking your man. My mom looks like you. Like, girl, what? I don't even know where to start with this video. So many issues with this video. So I guess Dandy Newton is biracial. I didn't even know that. I don't know anything about her. She's actually married to a white man. So I don't know what she means by taking our men. Your man is white. So whose man did you take? Number one. Number two, videos like these are weird. When mixed people and light-skinned people, because color, yes, colorism is a huge issue in society and specifically in the black community. Colorism is big. If you don't know what colorism is, I need you to just Google that. I don't you know, colorism is, is basically, you know, lighter skinned people getting treated better than darker skinned people. It is the child of racism, you know? Um, and it is a big issue. And I know in Hollywood, it's a big issue. A lot of darker skinned actresses talk all the time about how they're passed up for roles because they're darker. And, um, we know that. So I, I don't know. The video to me was just weird. Especially when she was like, my mom looks like you. And then she starts breaking down like, what? And then when she's like, for taking your men, who, who, what man? It was a weird video. I think it was an unnecessary video. I think it made her look crazy. I'm wondering if there's something internally, internally going on with her. I don't know. Things like that are weird. You know, for one thing as dark skin, I think dark skin actresses, dark skin people in general, we don't want a fucking apology from lighter skin women woman people we want the same opportunities like actions speak better than words try to that's all i'm gonna say i don't i don't really know how else to say i i saying apologies is nothing this was a weird video it was just weird she looks crazy i hope she's not crazy let's move on um <clears throat> next up <clears throat> Let me see. I'm trying to see. Uh, trying to find. I want to do the happy news first because we got some. I got some sad stuff to talk about. Um, so I want to do happy first. Okay. Next up, drum roll. Our girl, my girl, Rihanna, Robin, Rihanna Fenty. Y'all didn't know Robin is her real first name. Is pregnant. Our girl announced her pregnancy last week. She literally broke Twitter. Um, this picture of her and ASAP Rocky walking on in New York City. I don't, I didn't understand that, that maternity shoot. I hope it's not the official maternity shoot. Anyway, Rihanna is wearing like a pink something and you can see her stomach. She's clearly pregnant. You know, for years, they speculated Rihanna was pregnant. Everyone would think Rihanna's pregnant. 
finally our girl is actually pregnant and y'all i am very happy for her i'm very happy i'm very excited rihanna definitely has always wanted to be a mother and i think she's going to make a great mother mother um if you're a real rihanna fan you know she has a niece named majesty who she treats just like her own daughter i mean when Ma- i mean i actually haven't seen majesty in a long time i think she, she, she should be about six or seven years old now but when majesty was little rihanna was always with her like you would see her with rihanna all the time they'd be out shopping you know on vacation rihanna was a great aunt to majesty so i know she's gonna be a great mother y'all and most importantly, that baby is going to be the most beautiful baby that was ever born because Rihanna's fucking gorgeous. Just a beautiful woman. <sighs> okay. Now we got to address the part, <laughs> the part of the pregnancy that I side eye. Rihanna's baby daddy is ASAP Rocky. So if you don't know who ASAP who Rocky is, he is a rapper. That's, you know, saying that right there should tell you all you need to know. He's a rapper. Um, I'm not a big ASAP Rocky fan. His music is I. He is a good looking guy. Physically, he looks good. Um, but he's kind of problematic. ASAP Rocky, if you guys, if 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 you remember, he was the rapper that was stuck out in uh, I don't know if it was Sweden or some European country. He was stuck out there for months for like getting into a fight, and Trump had to go do something and get him out. So, I don't know who remembers that. I think that was, like, back in 2020 or, like, 2019. It was a a little while ago. Um, But he's kind of problematic. In the past, he's made comments about dark-skinned women. I think he, like, made a comment that dark-skinned women shouldn't be wearing red makeup. And during the whole Black Black Lives Matter movement, when um, I think Mike Brown, I, I forgot which police shooting that was, ASAP Rocky, you know, said those issues don't concern him. He lives in, you know, Beverly Hills or whatever. Those issues don't concern him. You know, crazy, stupid shit like that. So things like that have kind of turned him off from a lot of people, including myself. I mean, honestly, for me, the main reason why I was a little disappointed is with her choice of a baby's father is because ASAP Rocky's not on Rihanna's level. I'm sorry. Like, he's just not. He hasn't had a hit song in years as far as rappers go, I, I just don't think he's 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 on Rihanna's level. He's not. So it just mind boggles me that she decided to have a baby with him. And then the whole thing, you know, they're not married. And I do know that, yes, it's 2022. You do not have to be married to have a baby before any of you babies' mamas come for me. I know that. I'm just a little bit old school. And I think you should be married before you have kids. I do think that. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't like it. But I'm happy for her. And I'm happy. If she, she seems happy. I will say that ASAP seems to make her happy. Um, she's always smiling when they're together. They're very touchy-feely. Um, yeah. So, congratulations, Rihanna. I... Wish you a safe and beautiful pregnancy. Um, I hope you deliver a beautiful, healthy baby. I think it's a girl. I hope it's a girl. I think a beautiful woman like Rihanna has to have a girl. She has to pass that beauty down to a girl, you know? But either, like I said, either gender, I just want it to be healthy. And I know it'll be beautiful. So 
congratulations to ASAP and Riri. Now we definitely again another album, but I will say I'm not one of those fans that have that harasses her for a new album. I think everybody needs to leave Rihanna alone. That woman has like ten albums or how many? A lot of albums. She has a lot of music. Her music catalog is long. I don't know why people keep harassing her for a new album. She is not going to put out a new album anytime soon, and I'm not going to harass her for it because I think that she's given us more than enough work to work on. So yeah. Anyway, congrats. Um, let me see here. All right, next up. Gotta speed it up, yo. Damn, I've already been off for 44 minutes. Next up, we gotta talk about the baby. Okay, rapper the baby, who is different from little baby. If you are confused because they both have baby, I don't know why grown men have rapper names with the word baby in it. But again, this is what I'm seeing with this new generation of rappers. Okay, you see where I'm coming from. Anyway, the baby, who is also, who is a very controversial rapper. Um, you know, the baby, ever since he came out back in what, 2017, it's just been nonstop bullshit. I mean, he is just known for hitting people. He he hits fans. He He's crazy. You know, last year or the beginning of this year, he was embarrassing his one baby's mother, Danny Lee. She was the one I talked about her last year. She was the one that had that song, Yellow Bunnies, What Do You Want? Taunting his other baby's mother. Um, Now look at you. You are now his baby mother and he's treating you like shit. Literally last year they were on live. He completely embarrassed her in front of thousands of people. Anyway, so... Let me pre do some backstory. So anyway, the baby and Danny Lee, who is his third baby's mother, got into a huge fight in a bowling alley this past weekend. Now, Danny Lee is little baby's third baby's mother. They were messing around last year or the year before she got pregnant. For a while, she wouldn't even say who the dad was. We all kind of figured it was the baby and we were right. <laughs> And so Danny Lee gave birth to a girl last year. Beautiful baby. The baby's really, the the baby's baby with Danny Lee is beautiful. But the poor girl, she has idiots for parents. I think Danny Lee and the baby probably share the same two brain cells. They are so fucking stupid. Anyway, so he, last year, when the baby was like a newborn baby, like that baby was fresh out of the pussy. The uh, baby and Danny Lee were arguing on Instagram Live. And going back and forth, they were in some type of hotel room and he was just embarrassing her. And it was, it was a really hard life to watch. I don't think I ever talked about it because yeah, I don't think I ever addressed it anyway. So after that live, the baby, Danny Lee's brother, uh, I think his name is Brandon or something. I don't actually know. It really doesn't matter. He like went on live and was threatening the baby and all this stuff saying that it's on site, whatever, whatever. So fast forward this this all happened like six months ago. The baby's like, their baby's like five or six months old now. So the baby was at a bowling event out in LA. And okay, Danny Lee's brother's name is Brandon. So he was at a bowling event. And Brandon came to the event and approached Dan- approached the baby and asked if they could talk. Um, to which the baby replied by punching Brandon. He missed, 
And all of a sudden, you see the video. Brandon is rushed by the baby's, I guess it's his security, his whole entourage. Just rushed Brandon, started beating him up, um, pulling his hair. It was really kind of a fucked up thing to watch. He is, it wasn't even a fight. He, they literally jumped the, the guy, the Brandon boy. Um, and so, you know, that's been going around. <clears throat> and the thing about it is, like, the baby is so fucking whack. He's been whack for a long time, but that situation really solidified how whack he is. Like, you can't even fight this guy like a real man. Number one, the boy didn't even go there to fight. He wanted to talk. I don't know why the baby decided that was the place to attack him. Yes, Brandon did put out that video and said that it would be on site. But any human adult with sense would just go talk to the man. This is not a stranger. This guy is your daughter's uncle. Like, you are now tied together. You're you're kind of family. So that's number one. I don't understand why you want to fight your daughter's uncle. Number two, you're a bitch. You didn't even fight him. Your security did it. Uh, that's not real fighting. If you were a real man you and you really want to fight him, you would fight him one-on-one, a fair fight, not having your security beat him up like you do to every other person. So anyway, the situation is ongoing. I think yesterday they asked the baby about it and he said it was self-defense. Uh, once again, the baby's a fucking idiot, so he probably doesn't even know what self-defense means. Um, I'm just over it. I'm ready for the baby's two minutes of fame to be done. I'm so tired of hearing about him. He's not even that talented of a rapper that he's still, like, relevant. I don't even know why he's still relevant. Get him out of here. So, that's that. All right. I gotta speed things up here. All right. So, now we're we're getting to the sad part of the podcast, y'all. just want to warn you guys. We got some sad stuff to talk about. Um, The first thing I want to talk about... There's been a couple of deaths. Um, I want to say rest in peace to uh, Miss USA 2019, Chels- Chesley Christ. Um, so if you don't know, Chesley Christ, who was the winner of Miss USA back in 2019, committed suicide earlier this year. She jumped off of <clears throat> her high-rise apartment in New York down to her death. And it's been ruled a suicide, like, the coroner or whoever came out like a couple days ago and said it it definitely was a suicide. I mean, the minute I heard that, I was like, that that was a suicide. But I guess they wanted to make sure nobody pushed her or anything. Um, she was only 30 years old. I was really sad when I heard that. When when that news came out, like social media was like in a storm. Like that was crazy. Um, I vaguely remember when she won because I remember them saying like her and the winner of like Miss Universe and the winner of a third pageant. It's the first time that all three of them have been won by women of color. Um, it's very shocking when it came out that she died because if you go on her TikTok, like she literally just posted a TikTok like two days ago. She seemed happy. She seemed normal. I, I, okay, I'm not going to seem normal. But she she didn't seem like she was struggling with any mental health. So to see that she killed herself, like, wow. Mental health is real. That is, I mean, 
it's it really made me sad because I just wish something could have been done. Like I and I also wonder what what was wrong. What could have been so bad that you had to kill yourself? I really have to wonder that when I see people with seemingly great lives. I'm sure her life was not perfect, but from the outside looking in, she seems to have a great life. She lived in a beautiful apartment. She herself was beautiful. Um, you know, she was a lawyer, so she's smart. She she won Miss Miss USA. A lot of opportunities were coming her way. I mean, she just seemed to have a good life. I definitely wouldn't have mind that minded the life that she had, but I guess there was more. I guess she was struggling with something, you know? And what was that is like her mom said they didn't know that anything was wrong, you know? Very sad seeing that, you know? And and also people like Ch- Chesley that commit suicide because sometimes people commit suicide, but they were they have warning signs. Like maybe, you know, they're addicted to drugs and or something. Like sometimes there's people that commit suicide that you just know something is wrong. But like I said, the Chesley girl seemed like everything was okay. Um, I, so I, I want to say rest in peace to her. I really hope that she, that her soul has found the peace that she was looking for. You know, um, suicide always shakes me because it always has me shook because I'm like, like, it's like their life is so, people that commit suicide, their life is so bad that they feel the need to, to off themselves. Like, <sighs> that's crazy. But, um, may she rest in perfect peace. Uh, and I really just hope that, you know, she finds the peace that she's looking for. Um, you know, speaking of suicide, unfortunately, um, also actress Regina King, um, who is a very, accomplished, renowned, well-known actress. Her son, um, Ian Alexander Jr., um, committed suicide um, back in January, January 22nd. Literally, they said it was like a day or two after his 26th birthday. That had me shook, too, because... I am a fan of Regina King and um, I, I had seen her son, like she would take her son everywhere on the red carpets and stuff. That was, he was always her date. So, and then just seeing how old he was, he was the same age as me. I just turned 27. He just turned 26. Like to see that he committed suicide, that was very heartbreaking. When I saw that, I, I was really heartbroken and I, I can't even imagine the mind that Regina King is in, you know, and, and that was her only child. You know, not that, you know, if she had a lot of kids, it'd be better. But, like, that was her only child. So, I want to say rest in peace to Ian Ian Alexander Jr. as well. I, I pray that he also got the peace that he was looking for. Um, You know, he's another one that on the outside looking in, he seemed happy. Like, his Instagram, he seemed fine. You know, I mean, your mom is Regina King. She's like an A-list actress. You have the world at your fingertips. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. But, yeah, I just just want to say that mental health is important. Definitely their deaths triggered people. You know, Twitter, check on your strong friends. You never know. Check on everyone. But, like somebody said, sometimes even checking on people that struggle with mental health, that's, that doesn't always do anything because 
sometimes those people, they're so set that they want to leave this earth that you checking on them won't do anything, but at least the effort, you know, I definitely think that we should check in more with our friends and people that we care about, our family. You really don't ever know what anyone is going through. Um, And anyone that is struggling, I just want to say, you know, I'm sorry that you're struggling and I, I really want you to, I really pray that you can find someone to reach out to and find a villain. You know, sometimes people also are very lonely. One thing that we talk about on Twitter is as an adult, how it can be hard to make friends, you know? Um, Cause not everybody, not every adult is able to make friends. Maybe you didn't make any friends when you were younger and it's just carried over to adulthood. That can be very lonely. But I just want to say that, you know, if you are struggling with your mental health, please find, please try to find someone to talk to. Um, If I know you personally and you're struggling with your mental health, definitely reach out to me. Um, Yeah, I just want, I want to say rest in peace to, um, to Chesley, Chris, and uh, Ian Alexander Jr. May they rest in peace. Um... All right, switching gears here. I know that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. That was that was a lot. I just wanted to put that at the end. Um, wanna just do iffy rants, do a quick rant because I don't want to go over a minute, go over an hour. Um, <clears throat> my rant today is about children. Kind of like I want to talk about having kids and just you know children. So on Twitter. Somebody tweeted about how, you know, you should try to live, you should try to accomplish your like goals before you have kids, because once you have kids, it's going to be harder to do it. And so, of course, in true Twitter fashion, people were attacking the Twitter tweeter person that tweeted saying, you know, that's not true. You can still accomplish goals with children. Can we be real here? I don't know why people with children get so offended when people that don't have kids say things like that. Children make things harder. We we just got to make that real. If you want to be an actress and you have a child, it is going to be harder because you when you have a kid, you are responsible for that child, okay? You can't just, a child is not a dog. You can't just leave it at home and go on your auditions. You got to take that kid with you. And if you don't have a support system, it's even harder. So, but when you don't have any kids, you're, you literally are free to do whatever you want, whenever you want. You, you don't worry about anyone else but yourself. When you have a kid, the kid comes first, you know, before they even eat, you, before you even eat, you need to make sure the child is eat, has eaten. So, you know, I don't know why, I don't know that just, I, it was weird that people were attacking her for that. Cause she's right. Anything you want to accomplish, if you want to travel the world, you need to do that before you have kids. I definitely 100% support that because once they're here, it's going to be harder to do anything. And another subject I want to touch on about kids is how I I really like that my generation of, of girls, of women is starting to realize that it's starting to really think introspectively about whether we want kids. I definitely think about that a lot. Um, while I love children, I really do love children, especially when they're babies. I think babies are so cute. They're like the best, but children are a lot of work. They are. They take a lot out of you physically, mentally, most importantly, financially. 
Um, and sometimes I wonder if it's really worth it. You know, you could do a lot for your kids and they'll grow up and say they fucking hate you, you know? So I don't know. It's just something to think about. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for watching. I'm going to try to get the next episode out a lot sooner. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Thank y'all. Bye.